Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Pavel Rusnak. Pavel Rusnak is the co-founder, CTO, and core developer of Satoshi Labs, where he is leading the development of software and hardware projects such as Trezor, the first hardware wallet. Pavel is an open source and cyberpunk enthusiast that is also interested in artificial intelligence and cognitive science in general. In his spare time, he is working on award-winning high-tech experimental new media interactive installations. He stands behind many security industry standards. He is well known to the world's cryptocurrency community as one of the most influential visionaries and innovators. Well, good afternoon, Pavel. Welcome to the show. Hello, Brian. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. Absolutely. I'm excited to host you on the show today. It's amazing that I get to speak to people all over the world. And I know you're hailing from the Czech Republic. So thanks again for jumping on. I'm going to jump right into the questions, Pavel. You have quite a career in working in technology, security, cryptocurrency, and now you're the chief technology officer and co-founder for Satoshi Labs. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? All right. There are several secrets that play well together when applied at the same time. And my secret formula consists of these parts. So the first secret is always do things that you genuinely love doing. It's about not devoting our time, our most precious asset to doing something that does not fulfill us completely. And this probably sounds privileged because it is. But since we are talking to the technology audiences, we are lucky to have plenty of work opportunities to choose from and find the best fit for us. The other secret is work on things that really matter to you, the things that you would probably work on anyway, even if you were not paid, since these are solving your own problems and your own situations. And this means you will have inherent motivation to keep doing that, even if there is no external factors like salary and so on. And the last secret is make sure there are right people around you. The quality of people around you not only affects your success, but also it affects the very quality of your life. And there is a saying, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And since at least four out of these five people will be your colleagues, this is really important. Even in the role of the CTO and co-founder of a successful company, I always apply the rule, if you are the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So that's why we always try to hire people that are smarter than us in some regard, in some of their quality. To sum it up, do what you love, do what matters most to you and do it with the right people. I love that. You just summed it up into three items there, and I think that's amazing. So thank you for sharing that, Pavel. And Pavel, as you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal in the pandemic. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your company stay relevant in this economy? Yeah, we had the luck that our company is doing business in the cryptocurrency industry, which is almost entirely digital. So this pandemic is not affecting our sales negatively, like most of other industries are suffering, which are tied to the physical space. 
it can even be said that the current troubling times make a lot of people rethink their risk management strategies and more and more people are adding Bitcoin into their portfolio. And I can prove that by seeing the constant increase of our sales since the pandemic started. So I have to say we are lucky that we are in a situation that current pandemic doesn't really affect us, even it affects us in a positive way. Thank you for sharing that. I know we've all struggled during this time. Some people obviously are thriving in their business, but it's still a struggle. It's still a way that we have to change the way we do business and manage our day-to-day lives. So thank you for sharing that. And Pavel, are you leveraging any newer emerging technologies within your space? This is kind of one of my favorite questions. Could you talk about what technology powers your Trezor product? Sure. Our product consists of three parts. Basically, it's Trezor hardware. The hardware wallet you buy on our eShop or from our resellers. Then there is Trezor firmware, which is the software that runs on the Trezor hardware. And this you will get for free, including all of the updates. We sold our first device seven years ago and we still support all of these devices and we will support them for the foreseeable future. And the third part is the Trezor suite, which is the companion software that runs on your computer or your phone or tablet and provides the way how to manage your portfolio of cryptocurrencies and make online transactions with Trezor. I'll start with the suite as this is something we launched very recently. It's written completely in TypeScript, which is a superset of JavaScript, which adds optional static typing. And with this, it's much harder for programmers to make errors, which is very beneficial because people make mistakes. And if there is a technology that can prevent us from making mistakes, we should use that. We also use recent versions of React and Next.js frameworks. And this is all wrapped in the latest version of Electron, which creates a bundle which is served as a desktop or mobile application for the users. All these technologies I mentioned, they evolve very rapidly and there is a new version of some piece of the technology stack almost every week. For the firmware, we use a technology called MicroPython, which allows you to run applications written in modern Python on embedded devices such as our Trezor, which is only 120 kilobytes, not megabytes, kilobytes of RAM. And this allows programmers with no embedded experience to write code for their favorite feature or a new cryptocurrency without knowing low-level languages such as C or assembly, which are really hard to get into. And in the future, we plan to rewrite some of the parts of the firmware to Rust, which is a new language focused on performance and safety. That means it's a perfect match for secure and embedded applications such as Trezor. Last but not least, there is Trezor hardware. There is nothing special at the moment, just generic off-the-shelf components. And that's because we designed Trezor in a way that everyone can build their own at home in case they don't trust us for whatever reason. Bitcoin even has a motto, don't trust, verify. So this is the key we used while designing the hardware. There are even countless tutorials on the internet how to build your own Trezor from scratch. 
During the years, we investigated lots of chips called secure elements, which are supposed to provide you the physical security guarantees, but they all failed to meet our expectations. And sadly, none of them were open source, so they really didn't fit into our bigger picture, our grander scheme of things. Some of them you can't even buy unless you sign the NDA with the vendor first. And that's what caused us to rethink this strategy. And we started another effort under the Satoshi Labs umbrella called the Tropic Square, which has a goal to design and produce the first truly open source security chip. It's still at its infancy. We are doing some tests and designing, discussing with professionals. But hopefully next year we will have something that will be possible to test in the real applications. That is amazing. I love how just in the last couple of years, the way crypto and blockchain has really advanced. And I think your product is really going to bring a lot of benefits to people in the market. So thank you for sharing, Pavel. Pavel, can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or entrepreneurship? Right. As I said earlier, try to think about what problems matter to you most and if there is already an industry trying to solve this problem. If there is no such industry, you are even in a better position because you can start a new one like we did with Trezor seven years ago, which started the whole hardware wallet cryptocurrency industry. And once you have this, try to think how the industry will look in 10 years or even better, how it will grow in the following 10 years. Will it grow even in the case we would need to keep the countries and cities locked down for longer periods? Is it an exponential industry where the size and the potential doubles every year? If yes, I think that's a really great match and it seems you have found an area where you can try to apply your skills in. To me, it seems that currently these industries which meet these criteria are most probably artificial intelligence, Bitcoin, virtual and augmented realities, and of course, recently, biotechnologies. Thank you for sharing that. I love the way that you dive into technology and share that to help better the globe by, again, innovating, especially during times like we have now with the pandemic. Pavel, I just want to let you know it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you very much. Bye for now.